0: welcome to open house
1: the podcast all about having those difficult conversations
0: ever had to hash out funeral plans with your terminally ill mum, or ask if your dad is really your dad we have and we want to chat all about it join me clancy
1: and me mel as we open up and get into some nitty-gritty details like therapy but cheaper this is open house
0: Hello everyone! Hi guys, welcome to the season finale of <laughs> Open <laughs> House. We made it, we're here, we're
1: alive, and we are well. Mel, um, I'm so
0: proud of us. I'm
1: proud of us, mate. We've, um, you know, we took some fairly sour lemons that were handed to us during 2020 and uh, made a podcast, in it? you know we've uh, we've we've now killed the game have we who knows well i think we would kill the game a bit more if everybody who listened to this podcast <laughs> rated <laughs> reviewed subscribed Sweet. and did all of that stuff no i i am joking but also um yeah all of that stuff rating reviewing subscribing um if you interact with our stuff on instagram liking the post or um, resharing it or even that little funny flag thing that you can press all of those or commenting on stuff all of that stuff really really helps get our stuff out there have people come back and um, engage with it too and will it hopefully be able to extend the community further which is the whole reason that we started doing this you know we want to create a community and a group of people um, that feel welcomed by the stuff that we're putting out there and hopefully encourage people to start talking about all of this stuff that we're talking about on here and um and feeling comfortable to do so and happy to do so and in a safe space to do so because yeah human connection is important and um, especially this especially year. right now so that's why we're doing it but yeah rate review subscribe follow us on the gram
0: dm us we're nice we don't bite. For sure. Um so for the season finale guys, we've got such a special episode. This episode's going to be a little bit different because it's going to include music. It's not a musical. It's just a musical episode. We're going to be talking to 27.6 about some of the difficult conversations they've had and also the music they've created out of them. And they've very kindly um, given us two original tracks to release exclusively on the podcast. So it's going to be a really, really smashing episode. Mel hates it when I say smashing, but I just think it's the greatest word. I think it's a nice <laughs> word, but you also sound like... I'm on Instagram like, Guys, this post is smashing, and that one is smashing, and it's all smashing! I don't anyway. have a problem
1: with the word, I just think a broad variety of vocabulary is is what is...
0: You're absolutely right, and so without further ado, here's another Smashing podcast. Today we are speaking to London-based band 276, who have described Spy Kids 3 as being their biggest inspiration. And may I say... What a film! Oh my goodness, I like remember watching that when I was a kid. hundred percent. This films. is the three D one, like when they go into the game, right? Oh yeah,
2: yeah, with
3: the glasses oh. and the, the overhead and the glasses. Yeah, with,
2: with Elijah Wood as is in his special performance <laughs> as well.
0: Oh, my I don't God. remember it. He comes I in as a,
2: the guy.
3: Do you remember the b- the big guy? The guy
0: the guy oh yeah. my gosh yeah i just remember i just remember like Carmen on like a motorbike like oh, right oh, it was
2: incredible it was so sick. So i wanted good. to
0: be
1: all of them i was just like i want i want a way into this life like it's how the, do i do it's it it's the end
2: of that movie when they like they literally brought back everyone and everything from the first two every film so you even had like the spider monkey from spy kids 2 you know when they go to that special island and there's like the combinations of the animals and there's the, the monkey the- the spider monkey, and they're like riding on it. They even brought that back, and I was like, "That's everything I could ever want."
0: And the scientist, yeah. I really like and him. And the scientist, yeah. and
2: you have oh, got yeah. Floop. You've got the oh, guy that goes, "Who, what, when, where,
4: and why?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's,
2: a, that's a tune. Tune. That's, that's tune. our biggest inspiration musically. Just that song.
1: Oh my goodness! Mm-hmm. New cover by
0: 2027
1: twenty, 20
0: seven six. Who is, is, why, is that, who that song? Where, you imagine now why. Who, what, why? So while we're on this, oh yes, genuinely, which bit is is the musical inspiration? Is it the the soundtrack to that song to the the film? Uh, It's
2: just kind
3: of like the film (laughs) itself. I think it's just more about the kind of like how how strange those films are, right? It's like it's it's so. I think our music we kind of class it as kind of electronic, right? Because Mm. we do everything; it's very processed on purpose. That's our kind of sound. And I just think the whole the processing and you know the Spy Kids, we were like, oh that's that's kind of cool it's kind of like got that that electromagnetic feel to all mm. of our all of our stuff also
2: know. it's like early 2000s kind of vibe so we yeah. like to do quite a lot of like busted-esque kind of stuff too mm. a lot of it actually which people wouldn't have heard yet but a lot of like early 2000s like all pop like weezers like um teenage dirtbag kind of thing so like, I
0: completely got that from one of the songs you're gonna play today. That is exactly what I thought. Okay. Oh yeah, 100%. I was like, I can, I can 100% see. Yeah.
1: So I
2: think it's of... like, it's like the crass way that they inspire kids. Well, not crass. It's amazing, but it's like the such obvious way that it's like kind of. I'm not gonna say old school because obviously it only came out like 2004, but it's like the way that they had something that was like that early 2000s like vibe, mm. but with like this stupidly over eclectic futuristic style and i think that's kind of what we sometimes do is we Mm -hmm. we use like a we'll write like a song that sounds kind of like a busted tune and then by the time josh is finished with it it's got like the craziest stuff going on all these futuristic sounds and this and that and i think that's why that's why we love spy kids 3d
1: I on, love that. It. So I fully found a bio for you your um, on your Spotify. And it yeah. says that your um, songs are a mix of synth, electric guitars, leather, coffee blends, and yes. uh, YouTube cooking videos, which it's I love. True. We'll talk about that in a second. But if you were introducing yourself and your band to people who didn't know you, how would you describe your like music in three words like the style of your music
3: three words yeah should we take a word each you can
1: do it one each and one together
3: Mm. i'm gonna say uh coming of age
2: Mm -hmm. Mm, that's very nice that's actually three words so we can't actually say anything else (laughs) (laughs) okay Uh, coming of age i would also say like cinematic okay i'd yeah. say that's quite like a sonic description i guess hmm. then should we say another word on three josh and just hope it's the same thing yeah see if you yeah. can
1: come up with something together
2: yeah 1 1975.
0: oh obnoxious
2: i not gonna call 1975 obnoxious
3: though but no no definitely obnoxious it's like I think because we don't I mean, we obviously do care about our music, but I kinda of, I think like with the kind of music that we listen to, we create as we consume, right? No, we consume as we create kind of thing. So like, mm-hmm. you know, we listen to such a, a wide variety of music, you know, we haven't kind of been like, We're gonna be this band. So I kind of when I'm making something, it always feels like obnoxious in the sense of like now we're making something totally different to our last song, but, like, that's okay because that's what we do. Whereas I feel like most true, artists true. just kind of stick to one thing. So I say obnoxious in that sense. I mean, we're not walking about, like, you know, but... All right, all right. Yeah. I just think it has that feel, that feel to it in the sense of, you know, we're just sticking our fingers in every pie and being, like, cool, we're going to, you know... Yeah.
0: But I love that because then the possibilities are endless for what you can create with that.
3: And right, 100%. True as
2: well. That's what we found, isn't it, along the way of making tunes and stuff is everything every single time we make something it's like a completely different entity to the last Mm. but it's always in a way that like I don't think I think some artists work so well being so cleanly like into a select genre and I think some are like a brand yeah and I think that works so well for so many of the artists that we love although it's just I think it has to be organic and when we've made music it's never ended up being the same as the last one Mm. So it's like when we put out our first few tracks that like we put out Otherwise, which is like this weird electro, alternative, slightly rocky, like, vibe, and then we put out, like, We Both Know, which is like, it's just jazz influence, like, got my dad on the saxophone, he's a jazz musician, with, yes. like, jazz guitar, and, like, it's more of, like, a, I'd liken it to something more like Rex Orange County kind of vibe, but it's like they're two completely different songs, completely different things. And at first we were like oh can we put this stuff out that's so different and then we were like well yeah why the hell not
3: yeah that makes us us right mm, yeah, yeah nice. i guess
1: it's speaking it's speaking to it's speaking to you and like your experience is only your experience do you know what i mean so mm, there's no exactly. point there's no point living in a world where you're sort of copying other people because people can take from it yeah exactly what they want that's Exa- so and cool. that's the
2: thing i think as well being new artists we found that like there's an ex sometimes you feel like there's an expectation or a want for everyone to hear everything you do and to and to like really love it and i think we've got to a point where it's like i think even from the get-go we were like we love our music and some people will some people won't and especially with our tracks being so different like you might love otherwise but hate we both know you might love Uh uh-oh but think otherwise is okay and that has happened that we've had like criticism in a in a (laughs) quotation marks or we've had like people say oh i don't like this one but i like this and that actually is cool to us because we're like yeah well that's the point of our music is everything's kind of different so if you like one you don't like the other that's probably actually better because if you liked Mm. it all then then it must all be the same so it's quite nice
1: so i want to i want to talk to you about like both of you about some of your own music Mm, um which we Mm. will be getting a sneak peek of um during the Ooh, show which is saucy. very exciting as a general like what does your writing process look like
3: it's it's kind of different it, it sometimes i'll i'll go to dylan with like a musical idea I, I never really start like with a song lyric i'm not the best at that but I, i'm quite good at uh, uh, at mixing something at like creating something right so I'll. he's also sick lyrics, dylan. But he'll
2: say he's not
3: i'm not but i'll send dylan, dylan an idea and then about 30 seconds later he'll send me back a full song you know or vice versa Dylan will send me him on an acoustic guitar singing something Mm. and then I'll just make something over the top and then usually there's like gaps in there and in the gaps that's kind of where I'll fill in a bit of something you know I'll write something Um, but you know it's probably more of a question for Dylan to be fair because he he writes the bulk of uh, of our stuff
2: well no the thing is if I just wrote the songs they would be the most boring things in the world because all you'd have is like a guitar and then me singing some random stuff over the top and like (laughs) like limited guitar capability whereas i feel like we have
1: much modesty going on right now i feel like this is like no you're the best no you're the best you're the
2: best josh is the best (laughs) this is how
1: you keep (laughs) band
0: harmony yeah it's 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 true We,
2: we work so much as a unit it's literally like as josh said like he'll send me some music and i he writes it so amazingly and does such amazing parts. I I instantly come up with the words and, and the melodies. We've actually got a song coming out tonight slash tomorrow morning. So it's at 12 a.m. Mm. tonight. It's a sneak peek, secret release. It's not sneak peek because you're not going to hear any now, but secret release. We literally decided on Sunday, we were like, why don't we just put a song out on Friday?
0: Well, we're definitely <laughs> going to give it a listen. But the song that we are going to get a sneak peek of today is Dressing Gown. So I'd love to know how you guys wrote mm. Dressing Gown.
3: Well, wow, this is an interesting story, isn't it, Josh? Yeah, so dressing gown uh, was how did it start? I actually started writing it with um, with one of my friends, just like the little chorus, and then. Um, well, Don't Cass- make me jealous. <laughs> one of my friends, Ooh. Cassie. Uh, Cassie, she's also oh, an dude. artist. And this is this I'm- is
1: this is peak gas. This is where the band break up. Everyone, <laughs> this is it. This is it. Not, no we more d- We didn't now. manage to keep harmony. No, no. Sorry, I interrupted you. Please carry on. <laughs>
3: And I just, uh, there was just one day where we came up with like a, a little chord structure and then a little chorusy thing that was, uh, I think it was wondering why or something. And then it, it, that was literally it, you know, and it was like, oh, what is this? And then I, I was thinking about what that means to me, wondering why. And there's like, um, basically I, I had, you know, such a um, a great upbringing, great family life. You know, my, my family life was great. And then one day about three years ago, it kind of turned on its head and my dad just like, left left my mum and i've got a little brother as well and he just left and like i always say this thing of like when you know i'm i'm 22 years old now and i have i was 20 at the time but i had i had slash have a life outside of home you know i've got friends i've got work i've got a job i've got things going on outside of my home life whereas my little brother he was 12 at the time his life was home and obviously when his like his dad just left Um, I remember he used to ask me like, oh, does, you know, and my dad, he he hasn't contacted us. You know, I've never actually spoke about this out loud in person before, but it's a big part of my life. So, you know, here we are. Mm -hmm. Um, But he hasn't spoken to us in like two years. And I remember my little brother comes up to me and kind of says, you know, Josh, uh, do do you think dad loves me? You know, and it's like hearing that from my little brother, it was like heartbreaking. Because obviously it's like, oh yeah, of course he does. But it does, it, it makes you think, it made it made me think it's you know, it's such a difficult thing when someone just totally abandons uh your family. Never mind my mum, you know, they had their problems, right? My mum and my dad. But you know, there was no problems with, with me and my brother, no problems with the kids, you know, in the end we are his kids and it just kind of disappeared out of our life, like totally. And like I say, I obviously found it very, very hard, but I had a life outside of home, whereas back at home my poor little brother was just you know, he was old enough to understand what had happened because he was twelve. But also, he was he he wasn't old enough to to be in my position where I kind of, you know, I was I was there for my mum as much as I could be, you know. But I I had things going on. Yeah, you know, I, I had distractions. Maybe let's say. Whereas him, mm. just he he didn't. And I just remember that conversation. You know, he says, "Does he love me?" And still to this day, bless him, he'll just say things like. Um, he'll make jokes, you know the other day it was "Oh, what do you want for christmas and he was like and he's he 's really comical about it, you know he's really funny, really clever little boy, and he was just like, "Ah, oh, new dad you know and it's like funny, you know, and we all laugh and go ha ah. ha, but then it's like it's like oh like that's that like that's awful the fact that he he's had to kind of grow up with grow up with that for the last few years whereas whereas I just you know i had such a lovely upbringing as a teenager and stuff in my growing growing up years you know i was fully supported whereas he just it kind of hasn't been and i've had to be as much as i can because my mum, bless her you know she had such a hard time and you know she's very very strong you know such a strong woman but she obviously is broken it's such a heartbreaking thing and still to this day what it's three years now two years i can't remember and um she still suffers you know like terribly so it's just a difficult thing and that song wondering why was the whole thing kind of like um wondering why he left like why has he done this to to me and my brother you know never mind my mum I mean it's bad enough but it's it's there is a slight difference you know with the mum and then us being kids he's he's got rid of us as well from his life and um the the fact that it's called dressing gown this song and the reason it's called dressing gown is because like there was a period when it first happened it was during like a summer holiday and I just remember my little brother would just be like in his dressing gown like all day you know because there was just things going on my mum was upset I was looking after her and then it was kind of obviously my brother was I'm not saying you know he wasn't looked after. He was, but it just made me laugh, yeah. and it really stuck in my head how I used to just see him in his dressing gown, you know. And I used to make jokes, but I get your dressing gown. And so that's kind of where it all like all came from. And um, and the song's kind of a bit strange because obviously it's a very happy song, right? And it's yeah, an yeah it's a proper song. bop. <laughs> yeah, it's a proper bop. But I, I wanted to kind of create something that was that had a, a major. It was a major key, and it was boppy, but had this kind of like underlying lyrics that were a bit like. This is, you know, this is deep stuff. Uh, I just thought that was kind of cool, creating that juxtaposition and stuff like that. And there's there's a lyric in there which I I I want to demystify. But there's a bit of something about. uh, uh, I think there's something partial about the room, and that's the thing that kind of repeats. And that's because when right right before my dad left, we had he was doing up our bathroom, and um, and he just left, and like it's like it was half done for like a year and a half because we just never got around to sorting it out. And that was like a big thing. We had this room that just was. Partially built so that's one of the lyrics in the song and i think it kind of just oh, yeah. stemmed yeah, I know that it just stemmed around from that and i just thought that was kind of cool Not, i mean it's not cool but like you know i think I, I wrote a nice little song out of it
0: and now guys dressing gown hasn't actually been released yet so this is an exclusive just for open house
4: oh yeah it's mm.
0: true so without further it's ado exciting. so exciting Strap in folks this is dressing gown by 276
4: Yeah.
1: that was dressing gown by 27 six who are with us in our virtual studio today um an absolute bop guys like i can't Thank wait you. for it to be on like a sunday playlist yeah pancakes I'm so- yes.
0: dressing gown please. real
2: dressing mm-hmm. gown
1: brunch vibes the whole thing absolutely
2: so good. Of, i feel that actually it's a very like it's funny because for such an upbeat song it has got a chillness to it mm. and i think it is mm. like you could proper listen to that just in your living room and just enjoy yourself absolutely and just have a cup of tea and just have a great time
1: um so the next song like really speaks to me personally mm-hmm. and i think it'll speak to a lot of people um it's called listen to this so why don't we do just that here we go this is listen to this by 276
2: opinions are not opinions but facts, facts, history, truth of hundreds of years of struggle, pain and oppression, your opinion, your feelings are invalid, when it comes to arguing against a person of colour, against someone who has lived the experiences you try to dull down, you can't and you shouldn't, you don't know, you have not felt, so how can you decide it doesn't happen? doesn't matter, it doesn't exist, if you don't see color, you don't see race, you don't see the pain, the pain in my face as I watch my brothers choked out and then shot, all because of skin color, this happens a lot, too much, too much white, too much white power, too much white supremacy, allow a balanced world to exist and you'll see, you're no worse off, You're not in danger. just means a child won't be cursed before they've left the manger. Your opinions need to hold factual weight. But we won't wait. And wait. For you to understand, for you to underestimate the power of our family, of our community, of our friends. For one day, one day soon, your reign shall come to an end. This doesn't mean violence, and this does not mean war. It just means a fair and just world.
0: Thank you oh. so much for bringing that to us. That is is so incredibly powerful. Such a, yeah, such a powerful mm. track. Can you tell us a bit about what inspired that song?
2: Uh, well, obviously, uh, was well, we take a rewind back to like uh, June, I guess, uh, when well after the death of George Floyd, and when the BLM movement uh, came like into fruition and front page news um obviously we were having a lot of different conversations and a lot of different things were happening all across the globe and across the world and um like being a mixed race guy myself it brought up a lot of feelings um the whole every situation every thing that was going on everything on instagram all of this and that and i just started like writing down some stuff and obviously writing music and stuff is one of the things that we do. But I I write some poetry and stuff as well and I wrote that as a little spoken word poetry piece. I wanted to make people stop and listen that I know, that I felt like it was one just like a piece from the heart, but also I thought I want to put this out there because there's people in my life that I want to hear this and I want to understand the situation and the severity of people's lives and what people have to go through I want them to understand it from the perspective that I was feeling so um that's why I put that out there basically and then
3: and that um, kind of affect that kind of affected me in exactly the way Dylan said you know I was you know I'm one of those listeners you know and mm-hmm. and obviously like being in a band at the time I said to him like I, w- I would love to kind of take that because he made like the, he put the acoustic guitar and his um, his poetry on it, and I said I would love to take that and like make this as, as a statement into the band because it's something that I I stand behind as well, you know. Mm-hmm. Even even though I I am from a white background, you know, but I I totally stand behind it. So I said to Dills like I'm, you know, I would love to take this and kind of make it into something, you know, really special and really kind of you know, inverted commas epic. You know, I think mm. that's you know, and that's where the yeah. song kind of built from into the version that you've just heard. Then, um, it, yeah, I think what just, didn't just yeah. said then, you know, that that's it affected me, and I was like, you know, it's it's such a powerful piece of poetry that he wrote, and I wanted to justify that with um, with like the music underneath and everything. Which
2: yeah, I think you did when you first sent that to me. I was actually like blown. I was I was blown away. I, I listened to it on the tube actually, and I was like in tears on the tube. Like listening to it, I was like, yeah. "This is," and it wasn't even it wasn't even doing anything that I wrote. But the way that you composed around it was so incredible and beautiful, and so in tune with what I was saying that like that hit me as like a separate entity to anything that I'd written, and that was like crazy to me to experience that. Like literally, I was on the tube, like, and I was like, you know, when you don't realise you're crying and you've mm. like got tears in your face, mm. and I was like, "What's going on?" I'm like. With my mask on and all like listening to this tune and
1: why is my mask wet
2: <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> i think it's really wonderful like, brilliant writing and wonderful music
0: as well thank um you guys. S- no you're more than welcome 276 thank you so so much for joining us here on open house we really appreciate it no
3: thank, thank you, you guys for so having well. us
1: oh it's been so fantastic and we are so excited about your music it's it's all so good like i said i can't wait to have it on a playlist playing out my speaker on a Sunday. It's going to be great. Um, Do you guys have anything you'd like to plug?
2: Uh, Yes, please. Shameless plug, but we've got... um, If you want to follow us on Instagram at 276music, but that is written276 music they didn't like the numbers so you've got it written out as letters which is even more eclectic you've got that in the letters you've got our name in the numbers you've got it all we're Elvis Presley who are we Um and then uh also if you check us out on Spotify as well as 27627 slash 6 we've got a load of songs on there our last two releases are a song called A Restaurant in Rome you want something romantic and then also Mr. Train featuring Max Champion Straight out of Cali so that's like Who is a genius. Yeah, he's sick. So something really cool. And then we've got our other tunes on there too. Otherwise, we both know slash you told me not to cry. And uh uh-oh. So you've got a load of stuff to listen to. Put it on. We'll watch on our phones as the numbers go up. And we'll cheer. Yes. We'll be
1: cheering here at Open House as well. 100%. Thank you so, so much, 27.6. You've been the best. This has been Open House with Mel Lowe and Clancy Ryan. Music by Glenn Clark. (laughs) Well done.